You're listening to episode 208 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Caesars Entertainment. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Or you can just give us money by donating via PayPal. That's totally cool, too. There's a link to that also available at the 360vegaspodcast.com website. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. I'm a little embarrassed, and I, I feel I need to come clean here. So, I am currently in love with one of those. What, what do they call them? Pay-to-play games. Uh, <laughs> on um, it's 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 an iPhone, iPad game. It's Transformers Earthworld. I've dropped more money than I care to. I well, it's within the limit that my well, wife said. It is well within the limit. Well within the limit. <laughs> but I am embarrassed that I have spent money on a video game. Although to be fair, it's it's, it's as much as I would. It's not a video game. It's it's a it's a social game. game. It's a social video game. It's a social uh, game. Uh, it's, it's not a video game. It's, it's a game. Yeah. If there wasn't a game aspect to it, I wouldn't be playing it. There's just also people that talk about being in the game all the time, and there's constant quests, and it's... I feel shame. I feel shame. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect mix of my childhood and current technology. And I'm like, can I give you money for this? You'll let me do more things? Oh, no, it's not that. It's, I want more things, more advanced things. I will pay you money. And then you don't get them. Well, but I have learned. <laughs> I, will, I will. Karen is 100% right. In, in my initial investments, girl, <laughs> I, I foolishly invested in things that did not, did not um, give me what it is I was looking for. However. Paid for shit that really he didn't, he didn't finish. He didn't I get just, to the, I want more the end goal that he wanted. I want, I want more Transformers, and I wasn't oh getting them. So for one time, I try to make it dirty, and you just trounce all over Oh, it. damn it! That's my bad. I was stuck on Transformers. My, my. I, I got that. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, no, not now. I'm about to get Optimus Prime. I know. My, my adolescent self kicked in, like, going, stop talking about sex. We're talking about Transformers. Yeah, very adolescent self. So yeah, that's it's me right now. <laughs> I, I cannot judge. I I would be the first to concede that I have uh, spent money uh, for I think it was a Jurassic Park game yes. for the iPad. Yeah, really. Um, I think I, I yeah I think I bought some stuff to be able to get cooler dinosaurs. Right. Is gets it. Better attractions and stuff and I was like this I am walking down a dangerous path right now <laughs> I, I, I put a cap on myself the, the second I realized I was going was, to well but the funny thing was the first time he asked me about it he's like can I have a cap and I'm like yeah spend 100 bucks he's like oh no I, w I wasn't going to spend that I won't spend that 
about a week ago. Yeah, like, a week. Oh, hold on. So, hold on. Give a proper timeline. When you were initially said that, that was like three weeks a month ago. And sure. then it was like a week ago. I'm like, so can we go back to that $100 thing? <laughs> Could I revisit that discussion? Right. I kind of think that you were onto something there, and we should probably go that route. Yeah. Although, to be fair, I haven't done that yet. You're, you're getting I've, close. I've, I've, I've done getting close. <laughs> I am embarrassed, but I seriously, this has just tapped into my childhood in a way that I'm, like, I literally. Oh wait, not even just tapped tapped into your childhood. He was working with a uh, one coalition. Oh, I'm sorry, where, an where, alliance, uh, Karen. Wait, They're called alliances. Oh, alliance. I'm sorry. Okay, so <laughs> let me tell this because it'll be much more concise Absolutely. than it will be with you. So sure. he's working with one alliance. Nobody else is doing anything. So he basically kicked everybody else out. You got to be it's a team. Get, you got to work together on these missions. Yeah. Right. Got it. But Mark became the dictator, and then ended up this this alliance wasn't working, and somehow he got into another one with like twice as many people. And they were still working good, but whoever was in charge of the alliance was also kicking people out. Mark's like, how do I know I'm not going to get booted out? This is the shit no, that's been playing in my head. Right. No, you're doing it oh, wrong. Oh, no, 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 That's no, no, not no. even correct. I was with, uh, we're not going to get into the details. I but hope it, not. Uh, what, but I, this is what I've been listening to for the last couple of weeks. What you're saying is relatively accurate as far as the lunacy, but the details are, are, are skew. Whatever. It's crazy. <laughs> Awesome. It's my first level social gaming. I'm literally talking to people like, how are we going to take care of base four? I don't really know. What you got to do is you got to attack from the south. You got to come this way. What do you want to do this guy? Yeah, and he told me, all right, we have we have three days to do this challenge. We're 12 hours in, and we've already met the uh, like a third of the goal. So we're going to hit this, and then we're going to get more, even more points when we go the entire week. I'm just like, dude, seriously? Yeah. Aw, how very Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, before we get started, we need to thank you, West Texas Sean. Every once in a while, actually, I think it's primarily from the Texas folks outside of Tony's outside uh, of Tony, various yeah. uh, uh, alcohol <laughs> gifts. That Texas really wants us to get drunk off their beer. And um, I did. wants us to love their beer. It's good shit. Uh, but West Texas Sean sent us a care package that I thoroughly enjoyed. However, unfortunately, I accidentally drank it all before the show. <laughs> Like, it was yesterday. I got home. I said, I said I was going to try and have some for the show. I tried and failed, is what it boiled down to. But I did thoroughly enjoy them. I did thoroughly enjoy them. Here's a quick review. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the Bach. I thought the lager was good. And uh, I, I give or take the cold. Nice. Yeah. Although those fucking salsa, you haven't had the chips and salsa yet. Oh, my God. Do you still have some? Oh, yeah. I, I, I had that much restraint because I thought you would. How did you not me. bring that up when I got home? Ugh, killing me. Because we were eating dinner, I figured you know it's a later snack. Oh. Those chips are, oh my god, Julio's chips are fucking mind blowing. <laughs> and and I do have to say, I did get a special gift of a, a bottle of wine just for me. That on Twitter I said thank you. I'm going to save it for the show. And then I got home and I realized it's a sweet wine. So I am going to save that for a time when we have some visitors who love. Sweet wines. <laughs> so no, so so that I can taste it and try it. Well, you gotta have it with meal, right? Um, it's not something you focus I, primarily I, on. I don't know about that. No, some oh, people just love sweet wines. I don't know anything I about don't. Um, I know beer. I, love, I know yeah. it's good. So so I don't want it to go to waste. So I don't want to open a bottle and be like, yeah, I'm gonna drink the whole thing and just be like, yeah, it, sweet wines are not my thing. I am so appreciative of him thinking of me and sending a separate bottle of wine. It was He's awesome. threatened that this is care package one of several. Okay. I I, I encourage all of these I things. I don't want to. <laughs> I, I just, I feel bad because I said, no, I'm going to try it on this Friday show. And I'm, I'm it, 
I don't want to open it and waste well, it. I, I, I would I, rather. I feel bad about not liking the gold, but I, I also would feel worse if I was like, oh, the gold's really good. And then we end up going to visit them like, oh, there's gold. And I'm like, going, mm, I, yeah. I don't want yeah. that. Yeah. I, 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 I cannot tell you how much I appreciate when people do shit like this. No. It's ridiculous. It's so not necessary. It Very really much isn't. Appreciated, yeah, but not it, it really isn't. But it's we're so alcoholics much fun. enough on our like own. Like it was, it was funny. Uh, help. Somebody had mentioned something about like I was drinking the Bach that that he had sent, and they're like, "Oh, you just need you get a, uh, uh, need to replace that with Shiner Bach." And I'm like, "I love Shiner Bach." And Sean's like, "Oh, I'll remember that next time." I'm like, "No, no, no, Sean, I can get kegs of fucking Shiner Bach. Yes. Get me shit. I can't. I mean, if you're gonna make the effort, right? Get me shit that I can't get. That's what I want to have." But like I said, we we don't need any help getting drunk. We appreciate it, but I made we the can joke do it all in a room. We've had so many people over this week talk to us about, oh, if you ever come to this part of Texas, you got to visit us. And I'm like, I think 360 Vegas is going to have to go on tour of Texas <laughs> just so so we can be treated to many Yikes. glorious alcoholic beer. It's all okay, about but, beer for but me. But the problem is how are we going to get from one spot to the other? Because they won't, you that can't tiny, drive. That tiny part when we're sober. <laughs> well, when is that going to be? And and the length of, of time. We've done, we've did, you know, done some Texas trips. Or one trip. It's a well, shitload of distance clearly between Clearly, we wouldn't be able to do Vegas style, like well, Annihilation. They they like, it would be more of a sampling a and enjoyable and like, oh, that's great, but I'm not going to get blackout drunk because i got to drive four hours to Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I think that we should just go to um, San Antonio and let them come to us. Oh. Not it would have to be more of a central area, though, wouldn't it? That seems kind of dickish if we go to San Antonio. Isn't that the most southern? I don't know. I don't know, I, I don't know Texas um, geography. I think Dallas is probably the most central, right? Austin? Austin no, I Dallas? think that. Oh, maybe Austin. Is Austin, Austin the most central? Probably. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Thank you, West Texas Sean. That's right. Yes. Thank I'm you sorry we don't know anything about your uh, anything Gigant- about your state. Well, your state that's like three times the size know, of any like country. Other, yeah. I, I know that Hank Hill lives there. No. Um, I know J.R. Ewing. Um, oh, and I know you guys want to secede from the country, so I'm <laughs> tapped out on my well, Texas now. So here was the funny thing. So we started watching. Um, we love the whole jail. Jail. Bi- uh, was it Big Texas or just Texas? So no. Now it's jail. Big Texas. Big. That's right. But they were uh, talking to an officer at the beginning of the last episode, who's like, <laughs> I, "I love working here. I'm doing all this, and you know, best best thing ever to work in the wonderful country of Texas." And I'm just sitting there going, "Texas is not a country." Yeah, but it kind of is. <laughs> it kind of is. <laughs> oh, and remember the Alamo, thanks to Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> have you ever been to San Antonio? I have not. The Alamo is incredibly forgettable. I'm sure it is. I'm sure. I'm not is. saying what happened there you're doesn't require to be off. remembered. I'm just saying the monument that is the Alamo. You're like, this is the Alamo? You know, I've heard the same thing about Old Faithful. They're like, oh, oh yeah, I look, see that. it's water that shoots out of the ground I can every see that. 12 minutes. Yeah. You know, something like that. Right. Whatever. So, all right, well, listen, let's start the show. He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony, and as always, we start with Random Vegas. Blue Man Group marked their 10,000th show in Las Vegas last week, performing since 2000. They're reporting that within those 10,000 shows, they used 40,000 Twinkies, 350,000 marshmallows, and 50,000 gallons of tempera paint. We got that from the Review Journal, which had many of other stats that 
I thought were less interesting. Those were mind blowing to me. 40,000 Twinkies. Have you guys ever seen the show? I have not seen no. the show. I, you know what's funny? We've gone through ebbs and flows. Like, I remember when we initially went to Vegas, I'm like, we got to book the Blue Man Group. Oh, my God, it'll be amazing. And then it kind of ended up going to Venetian. And I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't want to judge what property it was at. But for some reason, with its move to Venetian, I'm like, eh, I'm not really interested. It moved to Monte Carlo. And I was like, oh, I'm mildly interested. You know, now I, I'm still kind of just hovering in that mild interest. Like, it sounds like a cute idea, but my fear is it would be like the Jabberwockies. Like, I would think it's cute for like 20 minutes. And I'm like, are we done mm -hmm. yet? Are we done? Mm -hmm. You ever seen it? Uh, no, I have not. And, um, you know, but you guys know me. Part of my problem is I'd rather be gambling when I'm in Vegas. <laughs> right. And so it's hard for me to want to give up 90 minutes. And, it's, and that's the worst part. It's only 90 minutes, most of these shows. Right, right. But I'm like... But that's 90 minutes. I could be sitting at a video poker machine. And, and I, I say that slightly being humorous, but slightly truthfully, I'll tell you a, a, an honest to God reason. There's a certain amount of sobriety that you need to maintain, oh my at God. least to be able to go in to see the show so that you're not either falling <laughs> asleep or feeling like shit because you're coming down from your buzz. Right, right. No, you know, what's funny. I'm becoming more like you. We haven't gone to shows in the last two Vegas trips. We're like, I could be gambling or drinking or eating. Well, I don't understand why I, why I would sit here for 90 minutes and not do any of those three things. And the other thing Good to remember is when, when we lived in Chicago, Blue Man Group was there. This was your thing. All right, we'll fight then. Move on. No, no. It's a, it's a fair argument. Go for it. Well, why would I go to Vegas and see it when I could see him in Chicago? You've in had the hometown. same issue with uh, Mona Gabi. Because that yep. was also in Chicago. Yep. And um, the Tournament of Kings. Because yep. you, could, you could see something else like that. Like, what the yep. fuck we do something we can already do? Right. And I was like, but it's in Vegas. I don't care to do it outside of Vegas. <laughs> but to a certain extent, I, I understand exactly what you're saying, Karen, because isn't the point of going to Vegas to get to experience the things that you don't have but for when you're in Vegas? No, exactly. So I respect that. Exactly. How many times have I said that? I'm like, why would I do something I can do anywhere and, and, and do it in Vegas where there are a number of things that I can't do any place but here? Yeah. Yeah. It's the reason why I'm irrationally crazy about the fact that there is always a line out the Denny's door uh, next to the Monte, um, Casino Royale. I, I, oh, you I know, right? At Denny's <laughs> right. at home. Why are you why are you waiting in line right. to eat at Denny's? That just it doesn't make any sense. Listen, I get you're gonna pay a significantly less amount of money than if you go have breakfast at Mon Amiga B, but you're not gonna be sitting out on that beautiful veranda overlooking right. the strip and watching the fountains go off. That's worth the price of your $18 eggs that you're ordering. Fair Absolutely enough. worth it. Yep. Alright, let's talk about the twit pick of the week. Before massive LED signage, it was a simpler time. A more labor-intensive time when it was maintenance job to change out light bulbs on a property's marquee, sporting thousands of them on what must have been a daily occurrence. A time when air was something to be advertised as an amenity. When hot as fuck light bulb signage was touchable by anyone simply willing to jump. When marquees like the Lucky Strike Club were right in your face, hovering over you, drawing you towards its blinky brilliance while the clicking of the big six wheel just inside mesmerizing the dumber gamblers among us. Thank you at Summa Corp for sharing a time that I simultaneously love and yet wouldn't have been able to survive it. 
For those of you unaware, the Lucky Strike Club was located next to the Golden Nugget before it was purchased in 1968 and integrated into the property. So this picture is really cool, and it, it does make me long for a Vegas that I've never been around to right. see in, you know, offhand. Just a cool picture, just a, a neat, you know, it's it would be fun to be able to see what downtown looked like in its heyday before that unfortunate transition, maybe into the 70s and 80s, where it was apparently just a complete dive hell right. hole area. <laughs> right. No, but, I agree. You know, and the thing is, is, is amazing as this picture is, it, it doesn't even cover the entire marquee. Like, if, if you could see above this marquee, they have two giant mountain men panning <laughs> for gold on two sides of, of a sign that, that jettisons up even higher that says Lucky Strike Club. It, it's... It was a fascinating sign, as many. Like, think about the, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it used to be La Bayou, where it had that giant slot machine that hung over, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it seems like signage on Fremont was so much better than it is now. Well, because they didn't have to compete with the, ca the canopy yeah. that was there, yeah. so. Yeah, it's a uh, it, beautiful picture. I, I understand why you picked that as a Twit Pick of the Week. And as always, we will link to the photo on our blog and feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google Plus, and Twitter. Let's move into the news. Well, Riviera no more. Yeah, without all the pageantry we've come to expect, the final two towers of Riviera were imploded. Now to the exciting business of building a convention center. For those of you, <laughs> I fucked that lineup. It was supposed to be more excited, but I want to leave it in there. <laughs> for those of you longing for more, at Melts Vegas shared all of the movies that you can find the property in. They include the original Ocean's Eleven, the latest Jason Bourne film, although where they crash into the casino, it's a made-up version of the property since it had been closed for several months before that. Riviera is also in the first Austin Powers movie. It's in National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation. Rusty gets his fake ID outside of the property and also gets busted at the bar inside for that shitty fake ID. The big blackjack scene in The Hangover is in the Riviera, and it's the featured property in the movie Go. The property has made appearances in James Bond's Diamonds Are Forever, Scorsese's Casino, the movie 21, and Showgirls, as well as several movies I've never seen, including Butterfly, 3,000 Miles to Graceland, Crazy Girls Undercover, and Ghost Adventures. Have you seen, have you seen any of those movies I said I've never seen? Um... I would bet no. I have not. Yeah. I have not. I was just looking over them. I gotta... I, I'm embarrassed to admit, and yet kind of proud to tell you i went to see showgirls in the theater nice oh i remember God. when that movie came out i had just turned 18 and i think it was my first r-rated movie that i went to see as an 18 year old because i would have turned 18 like on on may 12th not like on actually on may 27 <laughs> around it, that it's area not, it's not a floating date <laughs> It's not, it's not like it's a, not like a you know, Labor Day where it's the first Monday of the month. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that Showgirls came out maybe, you know, June 1st, June 2nd, June 3rd, somewhere right around there. And I remember going and seeing it with a couple other buddies. And I mean, we just guff 
guffawed through the whole movie at how terrible it was. I mean, we were we were really Mystery awful. Science 3000 before Mystery Science 3000 was a thing. It, it was, but the fact that you said, me and my buddies guffawed. I, I, I was like, so proud of him. I'm like, guffaw. We got guffaw in the show. I know, but otherwise, like, we just laughed our asses off the whole thing. So I was like, no, no, no. We guffawed through the whole thing. It's way better. <laughs> the way he said it's way better. I really love him. He's a renaissance man. She, she will be missed, but there's a reason she's dead. I understand. I agree completely. I I loved, I watched that Meltz Vegas video that he had posted and, and was, you know, a little, um, a little disheartened, you know, after watching all these movies and thinking, man, it's too bad what happened to that casino happened to that casino. And I 100% blame Boyd and them knocking down the Stardust. Stardust. 100% agree with you. She was a classic. She was a classic in the way that you think of a Vegas property, and 100% agree with you. Stardust survives. Revere survives to this day. Yep, agreed. Absolutely. Even the keep the pioneer in there. It would have been. I, I, I remember. You know, I've heard you. You've mentioned on the show many a time your lack of uh, love for the pioneer. I was only in it one time. I happened to have just walked in it. Fortunately, before it closed, it wasn't great. But you know what? at least it was still something there and it connected you from one casino to the next to the next and if they would have kept those well, well, you, it, you mean know, the it's... new frontier my friend yeah you said the pioneer oh i'm sorry I was like, the new what frontier what the fuck are you talking and about so the I. pioneer like... on fremont street huh? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I, we're on the I, same page now. We're on the same page. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry, the, the Bacardi's kicking in. No, I 100% agree with you. We've said this before. Totally expected and appreciated. Yeah. We, we, I've said this a thousand times before. You don't need to have both sides of the street filled. What you need is something that connects one property to the other, and that's what allows you to extend the strip. When you lost those connections, that's why Riviera died. And the only reason Circus Circus is still there is because they are brilliant at pulling in those people. Yeah, I agree. All right. Appropriately, New York, Shames Vegas. This is glorious. You guys are going to love this. The New York Post did a great article this week, taking Vegas to task for all of the nickel and diming those of us that frequent the city often have been accustomed to. The article went as far as to call the properties desperate for charging for parking. They referred to resorts fees as a giant ripoff pointed out that Blackjack's new rules and the new comp drink voucher system are brutally fleecing players who are already playing games the house mathematically has an advantage on. Not just the voucher system was criticized, but they made mention of what Vital Vegas has been crusading against for a long time, short pours and brand swapping. Overall, the article said some of these things would be tolerable, but the way things are now, it feels like, quote, Vegas is tightening the belt to a suffocating degree. What I loved about this article, I, I, like, yeah, I, I see you're making facial, like, you're like, whoa. whoa, whoa. No, whoa. no, I have a very interesting opinion on this, I think, but go ahead, or differing. What, what I ahead. didn't share and what I feel I need to is this is a guy that hadn't been to Vegas in a long time. He's been in New York for, you know, all this time doing this and went to Vegas like, what the fuck's going on here? So, Tony, you want to go first? <laughs> no. No. no, I, I, I have nothing to add. I think this is this is brilliant, but I'm looking forward to hearing your your opinion. Yeah. So, so what I find funny is that somebody from New York that's giving Vegas a hard time about being about being too expensive. 
Well, not being too uh, expensive. No, 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 no. For things uh, that no. used to be free, things that used to be. Yeah. Uh, that's what the, he's complaining about. And wait, you said he hadn't been to Vegas in how long? It's been a while. It's been a while. Okay. So. Uh, but you go to Andy, Vegas with a certain understanding about what things are. You're going to get fucking shitty drinks now, and you're going to get fucking worse odds, and now you're paying for shit you never paid for before? Okay, number one, there's a reason, because Vegas can, and they keep coming. So let, let's put that part. right we're so, there. We're so fucking dumb, aren't we? There, no, but let's put that off the side. The fact that somebody from New York is giving Vegas a hard time about to pay for parking. Seriously, parking in New York City. Number one, if you can find it. Number two, if you can afford to pay for it. I this this whole person to me is expecting Vegas to be this free wonderland where you just walk in and everything's free. You're from fucking New York. How do you not know that you have to pay for this kind of shit, especially in a area that's been? It, it's I, I, I'm not supporting the parking thing. I, it, please don't get me on that. But the fact that this guy's like, I can't believe I have to pay for parking in Vegas. You have to pay for everything in Vegas. Well, I, I think, okay, I, I'm, I didn't read this particular article, but if I had to guess, my guess, Karen, is, is that he's probably saying Vegas is no longer the, the bargain vacation that it used to be. At this point now, if you're going to spend that kind of money that you're going to be charged in Vegas, why not experience New York or Seattle or Orlando, you know, or something along those lines? Whereas Vegas used to be known as a a bargain vacation spot, and the real expense was the gambling. Well, he even made the point to say that. I listen. I get that Vegas isn't the ninety-nine cent shrimp place anymore. I get that it's that it's you know high-end celebrity chefs, but it's like these things seem to be bullshit. You know why the fuck are you giving me cheap booze while and yet you want me to continue to play games that you're even making the odds worse of me winning on? So as far as the um, you are the where most fascinating woman in the world. Why? Because I thought you would have been like, yes, no. New York, you fucked him. Like, hey, no. how dare you say anything about, fuck I, you, New I am York. just surprised that somebody from New York is, is complaining about the cost of Vegas. Because they're not even closely comparable. And if somebody from New York is saying, I can't have a cheap vacation in Vegas, you can have a cheap vacation anywhere else in the United States. Because you live in New York, so everything else is going to be cheaper by comparison. What you don't realize is Karen is applying for multiple jobs in Las Vegas. <laughs> no, I'm not. I think what you guys are doing is fine. No, I don't. <laughs> trust me. Again, like I said, I don't buy into the parking bullshit. I don't buy into, I just find it funny that this guy from New York is like, Vegas used to be cheap, and now it's not. And how? And I want to know how long it's been since he's been there. No, because honestly, I will pay for the experiences that I want to do. I will pay for them. And if I go to a casino that they, you know, start swapping out cheap ass booze, you can tell. So either you stop asking for it, or you send the drink back and ask for it again. It's not that difficult. I don't understand why this guy is like so. I don't understand. This is so awful. You're the most interesting woman in the world. I, all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we're about to attack your boy. So uh, let's see how you respond to this. Attack my boy. Oh, it's coming. Tell me, tell me about beauty and excess. Chopped Judge and new cosmopolitan restaurateur Chris Santos restaurant Beauty in Essex has joined the ranks of obnoxious Vegas experiences. 
For those of you with $2,000 burning a hole in your pocket, you can eat a meal. The package features a seven-course dinner and a pearl necklace, which you would think would be implied considering you just paid two grand for the meal. Wait, so if you pay, is it your pearl necklace or you have to take a pearl necklace? <laughs> I, I, I would have to think you you were required to take a pearl necklace. Well, no, if I'm paying for it, I'm not required to take anything. I'm going to be given right. one. Well, I, I would assume, you know, in a, in a sexist society, uh, wow, never mind. Yeah, this is going you, you want to keep going down that well route? Done. Well done, well right. done, Karen, well done. The pearls come served to the table with oysters and a bottle of Dom Perignon. The rest of the meal is a shared plate experience for four. Eater Vegas shared dishes include tuna poke wonton tacos. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> avocado toast. Kale and apple salad. Grilled cheese. Now we're talking. Not for two grand. I, I would like, I gotta be honest with you. I would love to taste a two grand grilled cheese. <laughs> I better immediately create a pearl necklace. Okay, but no, this is one little part of a big menu. So maybe. All right, so what, 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 what did I say? How about it was, a 500 uh, bucks? It was a seven dollars grilled cheese. I still better create a pearl necklace. Well, and grilled. it's a and it's a plate experience for four. So I get I get the $500 per person See. breakdown. Thank you. Whatever. Smoked back. Actually, it's got to be bacon. I must have. No. Is. is it smoked back? Is it? I well, know. I know that they call the that top part of the pig, the, right. the back, the, back. Maybe the that's fat it back. Is. All right. So smoked back and tomato soup dumplings, fish and chips tacos. That would sound interesting if I wasn't paying two fucking thousand dollars for it. <laughs> Basil pesto ravioli, a ten ounce. This cut fillet, it's got a. Uh, uh, you probably copied that in a thin cut fillet. Yeah. Uh, there you go. We'll go with thin cut. Sauteed kale. See, you're going to have kale in two fucking dishes. Yeah. It's weak. Yeah. But served exactly. different ways. It's weak. Yeah. And, and paying $2,000 for greens. Right. <laughs> right. No, no, no. Again, we already broke this <laughs> down. Pick it's, that it's, it's, shit. Hold on. I mow that crap down. <laughs> hold on. It's, it's 500 a piece. Sorry, that was harsh. What? <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, I'm having a good time. The rum's flowing. We're good. all having a great time. Yep. Good. And, and, quote, less NYC, right? Is that L-E-S-N-Y-C? These are two words. Yeah, looks like it. Donuts for dessert. You can fucking donuts for two thousand dollars. I know. Depends on how good they are. Uh, bullshit. A donut's no. a fucking donut. It, no. There's not okay. a gourmet donut not, on no. this planet. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If you get a beignet, that's considered a donut. Actually, it's a fried piece of dough. Not fucking two grand worth. It's not one of that. It's I don't care. All if you of it, it. However, I don't care. It's all of it combined. See, that's the thing. You're focused on two grand for this. It's the entire meal. You're two grand divided by seven. Whatever the fuck that is, is still way too much. No, but it's two grand divided by four because it's a five person or four person meal. But so, one pearl necklace. So girls, who gets that? Fight. That's right. I didn't think about that. All right. So if you want to make up for it with the steaks and stuff and everything else, the food. Okay. Yeah. So here's the thing. All right. I will stop. No, I'm, I'm not done. Hold I'm on. I'm stop. Go ahead. I officially have no interest in eating at this restaurant ever. And Chris Santos is now on my list of chefs I want to violently attack. Okay. All right. Maybe that isn't true, but it feels good to say. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question. I got a question here. Is it beauty and excess 
or is it Beauty and Essex? It's Beauty and Essex, but I title it Beauty and Excess because $2,000 is way too excessive to spend on any fucking meal ever. Well, see, and that's why I thought it was a legitimate name because I thought, come on in, do something excessive, spend $2,000 on a pearl <laughs> necklace. Oh, apparently, I was far too clever. Thank you, Tony. No, that was good. That was good. I like it. Karen, um, I, I don't. How much does a? How much does? Let's break. You know what? Here's how we should think about it. What does a a pearl <laughs> necklace go for these days? <laughs> Depends on the quality of the pearl. Right. <laughs> well, I. And the sweet talk of the man. <laughs> but how much does a pearl necklace, a bottle of Dom Perignon, and maybe a huge table full of oysters go for? Because you got to take that cost off the top. It's funny. I thought about that when you said that. I wondered how much a, a serious pearl necklace runs as well as Dom Perignon. How, I mean, how much does that in general run? I, I don't know. Ball you're partner. looking at me like I know. You're a girl. I figured I, if anybody would no, know, it would be you. Uh, please. No. I am not a Dom Perignon and pearl necklace girl. The pearl necklace... <laughs> That I I'm have, sorry, Mark. I got from <laughs> okay. Beijing on my own dime, and it is a wonderful, beautiful piece that I love. But I would never pay four seventy-five. No, I meant four dollars seventy-five. Oh no, it's more than that. No. <laughs> um, but no, so and and Dom, I hate champagne, so that's never going to work for me. So I can't you, relate. You, can't even, you have no idea. No, like, I no can't ballpark. relate to this yeah. at all. all right, so Nothing. we don't know shit about this. So, okay. all right. When do you want me to go or when go, are you guys go, done? Go, go, go. So here's the thing. I love the experience that he's created here. And I don't what? think. No. I do. I think it's a fun little thing. I his his restaurant. Several, I will give you the obnoxious, bizarre meat, several hundred dollars thing. I will give you the, what was it, Rick Moonen, several hundred dollars thing. Like, I'll give you those. You didn't let me finish. As soon as you throw a thousand in there. I want to violently attack you. Okay, but it was 700 a person, which is what this is. If you break <laughs> it down to, this is 500 bucks a person. Yes, only one person gets to walk away with the pearl necklace. Everybody gets a Dom Perignon. It's I don't fine. know if that's accurate. It says 2,000. It doesn't say that it's 2,000 split between four people. It could be 2,000 a person. Well, then that's And ridiculous. then you split the rest of it. You know, like, oh, this is the kind of meal you'd share with four people. Like, oh, really? You want eight grand, you fucking psycho? No way. But no way. You don't way. know. But you don't no know. We don't, we don't know. We don't know. So hold on. That's the thing. Okay, pull it up and just back it. off and chill for a second. No, <laughs> Chris Santos. No. I'm glad all your food gets and, fucked up on the show. I'm and glad. The funny thing you're is, is, is you thought that I would have been like, You've been chopped. You're defending your boy. Is he my boy because he's bald like you are? And that's why you thought, Oh, he's my favorite judge on the show, which he's not. So get over that. Um,. I'm interested. I want to go see. I, I want to visit his restaurant. I really do because I've. He's it fun. It only says a two thousand dollar dinner package. It doesn't say it's like per person or anything like that. Right. So. So it's inclusive. But it's got five hundred dollars. You can't possibly expect somebody to pay two thousand dollars out of their own pocket for grilled fucking cheese and donuts. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. There is the five thousand dollar burger. Which I had the cheap version of, which is really good. So it, it is Las Vegas, Tony. It is quite possible they're like, no, seems reasonable. And I don't think so. I, I honestly think it's like a $2,000. Because it's Chris Santos? Is that no. why? No, it has nothing to do with him. <sighs> Did you not hear me say? No, you were looking at your TV screen. He's not my favorite judge. It's a computer screen. I don't know what world you think we're currently in or what technological age we're existing in, but that's a computer. It doesn't matter. 
You're looking at your computer screen, and you're like, no, because I was talking before, and you weren't listening because you were staring at your screen, whichever screen it was. I was listening to you. No, you weren't. like, he's your favorite judge. He's not my favorite judge. He's never been my favorite judge. I would love to go eat. First of all, I never said the words that he was your favorite. I said he was your boy. And the only reason I said that is because it's someone related to Chopped, and I assumed... You would be somehow so they're all my boy. by anybody. Which is well, not the ex- case. So well, except you know. For, except for Fat Boy. Uh, exactly. We all, yeah. We all know so, about what, what, what. I can't even remember his name. Fucking. Aron Sanchez. Aron. Aron Sanchez, yeah. the biggest douche on fucking right. planet Earth. Drop it. Actually, that's not true. Uh, There's worse. Way worse. There's Guy Fierro is possibly the definition of douche. Stop. <laughs> so. I, again, I've never been to one of his restaurants. Definitely. I would love to. I I find him very interesting. Not my favorite judge on Chop. Whatever. If if I get a chance to go to Beauty in Essex, great. I'm not doing the two thousand dollar package. Whatever it is, I just I don't understand your vehemence towards this. You're like, who's gonna pay two thousand dollars? I paid five hundred dollars for a good meal before. You know I have. I've I've done that, so I am willing to pay that. I'm not gonna pay it for a pearl necklace, Karen, whether I, it's real I, pearls or fake or <laughs> real or or or. or Soft ones, protein. <laughs> exactly. Um, protein. I'm not paying for that. Number one, I never have to pay. Karen, for I'm, I'm not sure if. I mean, you would think 208 episodes. Although I'm sure you've only listened like four or five of them. Uh, <laughs> you in, know, in, into this show, we are primarily a, a comedy show. We're, we're we're sarcastic to to almost a fault. Really? This was a joke. It was meant to make fun of him. Hey, you know Spoiler it's not a joke. Alert. Prop bets. Oh, I had a transition. This guy's a pro. For those of you unfamiliar, <laughs> prop bets is an extension of the news with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, the Canadian Olympic team is using a product called Derm Safe. It's a sanitizer made by a Las Vegas based company that stays on you for more than four hours, much like a pearl necklace, and kills any bacteria or germs that come in contact with instantly. The product currently has not been approved by the FDA. Am I the only one that I'm like, don't touch anything important while that's on? <laughs> it seems, it's, uh, I, I get you're like going, well, it's Rio, so it's a little dangerous here, but you know, be careful about touching your dick while you piss because uh, it kills things it comes in contact with. <laughs> Continuing to disappoint, it was announced this week by Eater Vegas that Andre's Restaurant and Cigar Lounge at Monte Carlo will join the list of places closing October 5th to begin the underwhelming rebranding plan for the property. Andres has been at Monte Carlo since 1997, and the press release teased an announcement for their future plans. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on this, Sony. I know you're you're a fan of uh, Andres. Well, actually, I am not. Oh, oh. I have I, I have never correct. been there, and my only experience with it was the terrible outcome that was our 360 Vegas Vacation 2 encounter when we were all having a great time at Brand Lounge and we decided a group of us wanted to have some cigars so we walked over next door to the Andres Cigar Bar and they wouldn't let us in because they had a private party going on. Oh, I knew I knew somehow you had some kind of interaction with it. I just didn't realize it was that negative. Correct, yes. They wouldn't even, I even said, could I go in, I know exactly the cigar that I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy five of them because the five of us here just want a quality smoke. And they said, 
unequivocally, no, you cannot go in. And that's why sharing that particular story with Michael Patton was the reason why he ended up comping us all our cigars oh. when we were at Luxor, was because of that story of what happened to Andres. Well, then I'm glad you're closing, Andres. Go fuck yourself. That's what exactly you get right. for shitty, shitty customer service. Yeah. Joining the ever-growing list of lifelong Republicans forced to reconcile with the fact that their candidate is potentially one of the worst in the history of the United States of America, MGM CEO Jim Muren announced that he will be crossing the aisle at the presidential level for the first time in his life and supporting Hillary Clinton for president, a.k.a. he is not supporting the end of the world. <laughs> I have a sneaking suspicion he is probably uh, not the only one. They've, I've actually, they've said that many times this week that tons of lifelong Republicans are like, uh, yeah, I can't. Yeah. Okay, but why go right to Hillary? Because it's the only other choice. No, there isn't. There's a libertarian candidate. You're insane. Really it'll good. never get. Hey, it'll never happen. You're just throwing your. Vote okay, away. so throwing I would. Away. I would rather go for the split vote than just say go to Hillary. So she'll win. Split vote no. and then possibly allow this psychopath to actually win. No, no, he won't because he won't have enough diehard Republicans to get him in. But anybody... It's not, it's not the no. diehard Republicans I'm concerned about. It's all the fucking psychopaths that That's have never fine. done it before. I'm like, That's he's fine. a straight shooter. I like this guy. No, but anybody him. that says, well, I'm just... There's a certain small population is going to vote for Trump. If all the regular Republicans go, well, I have to go to Hillary. No, look at the Libertarian. I read a fascinating article the other day about the possibility that enough Republicans could potentially vote Libertarian and enough, um, let's just say, unhappy with their uh, Democrat candidate, Democrats could vote for the Libertarian uh, presidential yep. candidate yep. that neither Hillary nor Donald get to that magical 270 electoral college vote mm -hmm. count and it would end up going to the uh, United States House of Representatives to select the, the president which has happened I think I believe one time yep. in the entire nation's history yep. I mean what a fascinating fascinating I would rather it would go be. to that than all these people like well I can't vote Trump I have to vote Hillary no if enough enough of us don't vote for either one go that way I just I, I think you're playing one hell of a game of Russian roulette with that why maybe Mark what maybe but you know what this could be the year that the libertarian party legitimately well becomes legitimized well here, here's they, my they argument vote. here's my okay. argument who is it uh, Gary Johnson Thank you. You're a dick. <laughs> oh, well, you want to know why I can remember his name? Sounds like Harry Johnson, and that's just dirty. Oh, Tony. <laughs> At Jason Stell reported that the video poker machines at the Cosmopolitan's Q Bar were being removed. No word on why or what will replace them. It's disturbing. Ida Vegas reports that in celebration of Pokemon Goal. Goal? I know. Pokemon Goal! <laughs> I would play that. I would. I would play that. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. My fat ass running around. Hell no. You better be a video game, Tony. <laughs> In celebration of Pokemon Go, Holstein's is now offering three non-alcoholic shakes, representing the three different teams of Mystic, Valor, and Instinct. 
Mystic is a blueberry cheesecake. Valor is strawberries and raspberries garnished with chocolate dipped strawberry garnish and instinct features bananas, caramel sauce, malt, and a hard caramel garnish priced at nine to four fifty if a guest shows they are an active Pokemon Go player. I thought the shake sounded good. That's why I, I went a little bit longer with it than, than the normal, like, ooh, that's what you got. Don't be shitty about it. I'm not. I just, it, it's a long thing for me to recite right now. It's been a long day. It's been a long week. And you started really late, so I'm kind of impressed at how hardcore you've gotten into this. I, it, yeah, I'm tired. Karen's gotten tipsy in an incredibly short amount of time. Have, good I'm for sorry. you, Karen. I'm proud of you. I'm sorry. It's been a, it's no, been a no, it's, no, that's good. I'm not. I am not judging. To the contrary, I well, no, but as I'm reading number. this, I, I'm she, going. She's re, she's I'm realizing as she's reading, like, oh focus. my god, I am in so much trouble. <laughs> this is not good. I yeah. I can't write or read any listener feedback because I won't remember my commentary. <laughs> I don't write, and it once won't be again, good. You'll attack somebody no, for whatever and it is I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. All right, go ahead. Sadly, Pawn Plaza has had its first casualty. Smokes poutinery. <laughs> I know what it means, but I know what I think when I hear it. <laughs> Smokes poutinery has closed. <laughs> no word after what we'll after only it. ten months. No word what will replace it. Which we've recently discussed my infatuation with uh, with poutine. But uh, I, I'm interested in your thoughts on this, Tony, simply because you and I have had this discussion. This seemed to me like this pond blast seemed like a fucking gold mine. You got people fucking lining up every single day, waiting for like an hour and a half. You're wasting time before that happens. How do you? It just seems like a no, or like a like a, a, a no lose. Uh, well, in this instance, I can understand. I think poutine is disgusting, and I'm not poutine it in my mouth. Okay. <laughs> It's a modern family joke. I, I, that's not original. Um, listen, I'm really surprised. Yeah, I read about this, and I think there's actually been one more subsequent uh, place that has closed down within this pawn plaza. Yeah. And I agree with you. That surprises me. Well, let me rephrase. I thought it was either going to be wildly successful or it was going to fall with a big thud. Yeah. Because you're absolutely right. You've got all of these people that are standing outside waiting in the hot sun. You'd think they would be hungry. You'd think they'd be hot. You'd think they'd be thirsty, that this would be an immediate place to go. Either, but here's the real problem. Here's what it really comes down to. What you got to take into account is you got to wait in line to be able to go in. So how are you going to be able to go and hit oh, these shit. places up when you're hungry and hot and tired and thirsty? It's almost like they would have to go to like a, like a like a number system or something. Agreed. So it's like, oh, yep. you're in line at this point, and then go wander, yep. do whatever the hell you That's want to do. That's what they should do. They should do it like Disney World. Give you a little bracelet or something. <laughs> Got your fast pass. Yes. <laughs> no, it's you know what though. To be fair, it is a shopping plaza sort of thing. So, do those things ever really open up properly 100%? No, they usually have to change out, you know, and figure out what, what the magical formula is, but I, I would have thought poutine would have been a uh, would have been a big hit, but, you know, alas, I was wrong. 
Well, it's, but, and let's also remember for anybody that's been to the gold and silver pawn shop, it's out in the middle of, I mean, all things considered, you can really say it is out in the middle of no man's land. Oh, it's on, right in the middle the of everything major. You have the strip, you know, all the way to the stratosphere, which we wouldn't even normally consider, but you all the way to the stratosphere. And then about halfway between you get to Fremont Street, you have just this thing here. Yep. So yeah, it really yep. is the middle of nowhere. Yeah, you have to make it a concerted effort. You're not going to meander past it and be like, oh, hey, why don't we stop in here oh, real shit, quick? Oh, like, shit, it's Pawn Stars. We should totally fucking go in there. No, that's yeah. not, that, that never happens in the history of Pawn Stars. It's never happened. Oh, it's, it's a destination, absolutely. Yeah. It was announced this week that Las Vegas Law, the investigation discovery series, is returning for a second season. The show focuses on high-profile cases in the city, and it is a lot of fun to watch. You know what's funny? I had no idea it existed. I'm so disappointed because I'm like, oh my god, that sounds awesome. Oh, you should. I think the fur. I think the pilot episode was that huge car accident that they had about two years ago now, where the guy plowed through a stoplight. He was a, a taxi driver. A, a guy plowed through a stoplight, hit a taxi driver, killed the passenger, or maybe killed both the, the taxi driver and the passenger in the taxi because he was maybe in a gun battle with somebody on the strip. It's been a while. My, my memory's a little... Oh my god, I gotta DVR this immediately. <laughs> it was... Oh, it's great. It's great. I mean, it... it, it there was one particular episode where there was a shooting in a casino parking lot that was a locals casino. I think it was the Silver Nugget. And Ooh. what's funny is, coincidentally, the first time I ever went out to Vegas in 2006, there was a shooting at the Silver Nugget. And somebody <laughs> Facebooked me and said, holy shit, I heard there was a shooting at the Silver Nugget. I hope you're safe. And I was like, I, I've never heard of this. I know, right? And they confused it with the golden nugget. Right. It's, oh my goodness, I think you would really like it. Talk about, you take the prosecutor's office, although out, out west they typically call them district attorneys or DAs, but same same situation, same, same profession, just a different name. Right. And you're watching them, and you get both the prosecutor's side and then you get the defense attorney's side. So they actually take the cameras into the prosecutor's office and interview them. And then they take, they go over to the, the defense attorney's office and interview them. And it's, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty nice. cool show. They've done a really good job. Oh, definitely putting that on. I literally, as you were saying it, I literally put it on my iPhone reminders. Like you have to DVR this. <laughs> Jen, Jen and I were, were just, we uh, binge-watched the entire season. Oh, my God. I hope it's on demand. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. look it up. And while he's looking at that, Eater Vegas is reporting that 40 years after they opened the world's largest Benihana at the International Hilton LVH Westgate Resort, they've opened a new 7,600-square-foot location at the Fashion Show Mall. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? Yes, you're fine. You didn't think that was funny? You didn't think you fumbled uh, any of those oh, words? I knew I did, but it's an... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were all having fun. Uh, uh, did I misunderstand that? I thought we were having fun. We were getting together with friends and having fun. It costs an estimated $2.1 million to build from the ground up. It's located in the middle of the outdoor plaza and does offer patio seating. How does that work with, <laughs> with uh, uh, the... the ding, 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 ding. Right. Yeah, how, good call. 
do they actually have the the hot plates out there? Actually, is that, that's awesome. Is that what they're cooking on? I, I, don't, I don't think it's hot is it, is it like when I was in college? Are, are they are they burning incense? <laughs> they just on the outdoor ones. They just have little tiny ones. Like, <laughs> takes them like three hours to cook your meal. <laughs> like, can we just go inside and get this done? Like, no, this outside experience. <laughs> Vital Vegas reports that installation of the new Fremont Arcade in Neonopolis is already very much underway, seemingly ahead of schedule. Also, the fake Vegas marriage gag shop, one of the few semi-amusing offerings at Ballet's Grand Bazaar, has opened a location in Neonopolis as well. Good for you, Neonopolis. I know, seriously, that's, I, I want them to do well. It seems like such a great idea. I, I can't believe they're struggling. Yep. According to Hotels.com, Cosmopolitan has the most Pokemon Go. Why are we talking about Pokemon Go on the show, dude? Because my nieces do it, and it's about Vegas, and I'm like, it's why it's a prop head. I'm like, this is mildly amusing, but only for one sentence. <laughs> well... Barely. Uh, so Cosmopolitan has the most Pokemon Go stops of all the properties uh, on the strip with 12, and there are 80 more within a 1.25 mile radius. That's it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will perform in Vegas in the future. Focus, Tony. Focus. Focus. This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or an event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. Boom. The second time he's ever gotten it right all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So first up, we've got Charlie XCX is performing. Love you. <laughs> I knew. I knew he would be like XCX. <laughs> is it supposed to be like? No, you 100% did it right. 100% oh. did it right. I just knew okay. you'd be confused by. It. <laughs> uh, they're performing at the Downtown Las Vegas Event Center Friday, October 21st. Show starts at 10 p.m. and tickets start at $19. Kane Brown is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay on Thursday, January 12th. Show starts at 6.30 p.m. Tickets start at 20, uh, $23. Bucks. G Love and Special Sauce are performing at the Yard at Top Golf Vegas Wednesday, September 14th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $30. You know what fascinates me is that artists who have put out like an album or two worth of quality content don't tour anymore or do anything. But then like G Love and Special Shots that has like one fucking song that I've ever heard before, like going, no, we've been touring for like a decade. Like, how the fuck does that work? But, you know, teach their own. Good for you. Hey, I, I'm impressed that they found somebody that's willing to let them come and darken their doorstep. So, well done, Top Golf. <laughs> Blues Traveler is performing at the Yard at Top Golf Vegas Thursday, September 22nd. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $35. Kevin Hart is performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan on Friday, September 2nd. Show starts at 10 p.m. and tickets start at 50 bucks. 
Macklemore and Ryan Lewis are performing at the Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan Sunday, September 4th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $50. My favorite's coming up. Morris Day and The Prime are performing at the and Golden the Nugget. Time. And the time. The time. Oh, what I, sorry, what I, what did I say? The Jungle Love. Prime. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. Did Get I really? I want to show you, show you. What Jungle hey. Love. God help me. <laughs> Morris Day and The Time are performing yes. at the Golden Nugget Friday, December 30th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $32. I will apologize on behalf of you. <laughs> I don't know who these people are. <laughs> oh my God! Oh. I got a, I got a question. I got a que- I have a tech a technical behind the curtain question. Ooh. Why do you not put these shows in chronological order? Because I find them as I come upon them. Mm. I, okay. I literally report them as I discover them. Like oh boom boom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on our coming attractions. Calendar is on our blog. Let's move into Vegas deals. Deals is brought to you by the Vegas Fanboy Podcast, a show dedicated to the low roller experience. We've said it many times in the past, a Vegas trip can be as expensive or inexpensive as you make it. So if you're looking to do Vegas on a budget, check out the Vegas Fanboy Podcast at VegasFanboy.com. This installment, we are calling Downtown Drunkenness. Tony, why don't you share the first one with him? Banger Brewing has an all-you-can-drink for $30. It's, I know, right? $30 seems like that's going to be a loss leader when we come in. <laughs> right. Offered every day at downtown's best craft brewery in both my and Mark's opinion. For $30, you get a wristband that allows you to drink house drafts all day. Banger Brewing confirmed that it includes in and out privileges. Oh, so, come on. Did you want me to sex that up no, um, don't just... sex that up All right, so fine. <laughs> i was just Bang- overwhelmed banger brewery confirmed that it's going to include an in and an out and an in and an out and an in and out okay then you're going to be all done type privilege so grab a beer head out gamble a bit and then head back in for more that is awesome oh my god i'm not usually a coupon guy but i like that <laughs> I think that's a great deal because if you really, truly, if you think about it, when they open up, if you got there right when they opened, bought your wristband, and then spent the whole day right in that immediate vicinity, you're going to be able to pop back and forth. Oh, I mean, because think about how where it's so conveniently located. It's right across from the D. It's right next to. We're not uh, right across. It's not. It's not far well, from the D. Well, it's across the street. It's over at Neonopolis. Yeah, but that's just kitty corner, isn't it? Yeah, it's kitty corner. Yeah. yeah. So you have to cross the street. I, I just, I just want that to be clear. It's kitty corner from the D. And so, wait, hold on. So, to Tony's defense, 
And downtown Vegas, that's across the street. I mean, come on. I get that. Compared but to everything else. If you have $30 all-you-can-drink at Banger Brewery, at some point, you need to remember, <laughs> you still have to cross the street true. to get to it. <laughs> I was trying to put it in relation to the D. That was the key part. Oh, yeah. It's not, it's not far at all. And that's, that's fucking top-quality beer. That, that um, I, I, I almost, you know what, for the show... I would almost think to do something like this. Like, oh, I don't know, uh, what, is, what is $30 all you can drink at Banger Brewery feel like? Feel like death, I assume, the next morning. <laughs> Please, you could do that in 10 minutes. Well, I, I, I guess I'm just I'm trying to explain that, that $30 could, while, while be an amazing journey, kill you. Yeah. Cause it's oh, that for good. sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. So this is the one that I'm most excited about. This one speaks to me personally. Talk to me about what's going on at the Golden Nugget. It's the Golden Nugget Sip and Stroll for $40. If you're simply looking for quantity, Golden Nugget has it for you. They introduced the Sip and Stroll this spring and decided it was worth keeping. $40 tickets, which can be bought at the box office or the front desk, get you a cocktail at each of their eight bars. This one is a battle of attrition, so good luck. I don't know. I still, that's I still think the so, all you can drink. Uh, although I'm a beer guy, I'm a beer guy. So that's true. That's true. And I'm and I'm more of a a, a mixed to drink guy. So right. this is this one. And and again, I, I'll say the same thing about this as I said about Banger Brewery, uh, Brewing. If you were to start it at the first part of the day, you got eight drinks. You could do one drink, or, you know, every other hour. That's 16 hours. That's you get up, you start at nine or 10 o'clock in the morning. You can go until 10 o'clock at night. All right, so that's 12 hours. No, but that's brilliant. That's uh, what your point right there. Like, like it's 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 the logistics that like once you focus on actually doing, it's like holy shit. Do you realize what this what this means? Like what this boils down to? I love that. This is why you're one of my best friends. Well, uh, well, thank you. I, I can justify alcoholism all day long. <laughs> It, it winds up being $5 a cocktail, and you can't get... I mean, I, I would be a little interested to see, can you order, do they have a, a cocktail menu you can order off from, or are they going to make me a, you know, a Bacardi diet, or are they going to make me a Jack and Coke? Because that's that's hardly worth $5. I agree. Wow, what a great, great point. What a great... It's one of the reasons, and I've said this to Scott before, and obviously, you know, you can't really judge what somebody's preference, but, you know, Scott being a, 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 a captain and diet guy, you know, if they switch out his booze, he's fucked. It's not the same thing. With beer, you can't switch out the fucking beer. It's the beer. You know, I'm mm -hmm. asking for a certain beer. There is no alternative. You know, I can't ask for a fucking Shinerbach, and they're like going, well, here you go. This is this is Amberbach. And they're like going, well, this isn't <laughs> Shinerbach. What the fuck is this? You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's... You can't get away with what, unfortunately, those of you who enjoy spirits are getting fucked on. Yeah. Yeah. So I would I would inquire at the uh, front desk or their box office on what it means, but assuming that they've got a legitimate cocktail menu, you're gonna you're really gonna make out on that one. So for those of you that are interested in taking advantage of either of these deals and supporting both our show and Vegas Fanboys podcast, well, just check out the Vegas Values page at VegasFanboy.com. We'll have a link on the blog. Also, be sure to check each deal's terms and redeemable dates before purchasing. If you find a great deal you think we should share, uh, we'd certainly love to hear about it. So, let's check the river.
we've got some listener feedback. Twitter poll, as as we have frequently uh, been doing lately, because we like the interview. And um, to be honest, this one, I've been having trouble finding motivation to work on vintage episodes. The new medication I've been on ha- has allowed me to get basically my entire like to-do list basically done. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to get into all the details, but I'm pretty on top of this shit right now. And at this point, like the most logical thing at this point is like on start working on vintage, and I just uh, I just need some extra encouragement. So we asked you, would you pay for 360 vintage Vegas episodes? And Tony, what did what did they say? 88% said no, they would not pay for vintage episodes. So I guess that means a lot of people aren't going to get to enjoy them because they're not going to be free anymore. <laughs> it kind of, you know, it's funny. I was looking for the motivation and I thought it would be like people going, absolutely, we would totally give you money for this. And it was kind of like, no, we don't pay this for it. I'm like, going, all right, well, so clearly you don't value the effort, the hours and days and weeks and months of effort I put into this. So, you know, if you don't, then tough shit. You don't get to listen to them anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> that is true. Uh, I don't know when the next one's coming out, but in all honesty, I hope inspiration continues because this did do exactly what I was hoping for. I've already written another 12 pages of the Bill Bennett uh, uh, vintage Vegas. But the next thing I'm working on is basically a gigantic vintage. Uh, like I said, assuming this newfound inspiration continues is huge it's going to be about basically every major player you've heard of we're talking about bill bennett uh kirk Kerkorian, steve Wynn, the 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 mgm mandalay mirage resorts uh, purchase like like because all of this information is is consolidated into several references it, it made more sense for me to just start working on all of them because if i wanted to properly tell any of these stories for the uh, a significant part of them bleed into each other, whether it be through various books or just history in general. So it, it kind of got to a point where I realized that, um, you know, this was going to be a huge undertaking, especially as I started, you know, I found the inspiration to, to start working on Bill Bennett again and realized the only proper way to do it would be to go through all these things. And if I'm going to go through all these things, it doesn't make sense to just focus on one person. I might as well start working on all of them. So. Hopefully, inspiration continues. Um, it has ever since I put this out. Like I said, I, I've made significant progress on Bill Bennett, and um, I, I feel good. I feel excited. I feel um, I, I, I've been searching for this feeling for quite some time. And uh, while it is disappointing that most people say that they won't pay for them, what what is exciting is that I know there is a select group of people that actually appreciate and are interested in the work that I'm putting forward in these things, and they will have the opportunity to enjoy them. You know, you've invited me into the the Vintage Vegas I was hoping you were going to tell this story. I was hoping you were going to tell this story. (laughs) And I got about three days into assisting you, and I haven't touched it since then because it is so much work, and in the three days of work that I contributed, I barely scratched the surface of the particular topic that we were working on and vice and when i say scratch the surface i mean like got through the first maybe five years or six years on a oh let's just say 30 or 40 year overarching storyline and i'm like 
oh my God, this, like I thought the legal lounges were, were a lot of work and, and they're not, not a lot of work, but they're nowhere near the intricate detail of what, because here's the deal with vintage, or excuse me, with the legal lounge, I can take one or two cases and I can tie them all together into a nice little package and I can explain it and I can I can pontificate wildly about it but the pontification is more theoretical argument do you think the court should have agreed with this or do you think that it would what about that aspect or would you do you think the court would have changed its mind if this aspect would have been different so that's fun I mean that you can go on and it's just me sitting down at a keyboard and typing it out these vintage Vegas, you're truly making little mini documentaries with each vintage Vegas that you do, which means that history is history is history. You can't pontificate wildly on it. You got to write down and, and report what it is. Mm. And it's just, it's so much more work than I ever truly appreciated that once I got into it, I thought, fuck, no wonder these are far and few between because the amount of time that it takes truly is like a small documentary and you just can't crank those out, not to have them be you know, any good at least. So for the 12% out there that did say yes, number one, I, I think it's bullshit. I think there's going to be a lot more folks. who Who's going to say, yeah, I wanna go ahead and pay for that when they really don't. I know, pay or for something that I've been getting for free. Like, no, don't start charging me something they used to give right. me. Absolutely. So, anyway, that was a really long way of me saying, I think that what you're creating shouldn't necessarily be given away for free, particularly in light of the fact of the podcast that you do already. This is above and beyond what you're doing for the podcast. I think if you can make 99 cents or two bucks or whatever the hell you're gonna charge for it, Mark, you absolutely should, buddy, because I'll be the first to concede. I can't wait to listen to what you've got coming out. Uh, and, and I, you, you know, we've talked about this off mic. I know what you've got coming down the pipeline, yeah. and it's really cool, man. I, I, I really appreciate you saying that. And I do remember the first time you and I came up with this idea because I thought, you know, you working on the the vintage, you're like going, oh my god, hardcore research, and you know, this wouldn't this wouldn't be an issue at all for you. And I, I, I remember literally at the end of our first meeting when we were talking about, okay, so here, here's the initial outline here. Let's learn more about this guy. Why did this guy do this? We need to figure out why, you know, like I'm just analyzing every single step of this thing. And I, I remember like kind of hearing your tone at the end of it, like on, holy shit. <laughs> like, I, I have no idea what the fuck I'm going to do with this. And remember very quickly, like, yeah, I got nothing for you on this, buddy. I, I, I can't. I can't really help. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. another. And another good. I. I th this will actually, <laughs> probably, uh, twelve percent of the people listening to the show will actually understand this. Anybody who's ever read the Bill Bennett book will will know what I'm talking about. That book has nothing close to a chronological storyline there, there is no linear storyline it, it's it's a collection of interviews with people to try and help you understand better bill bennett is basically the steve Wynn of the low end to middle range gambler he's the guy behind circus circus he ended up building excalibur luxor mandalay bay which then became mandalay resorts he was the most successful gaming company in the history of gaming companies in the world. And you have no idea who he is. And that's yeah. the story that I'm telling. And the book that they wrote on him, while it's fantastic, 
it is it, as far as a linear storyline absolute shit it, 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 it's it's horrible as far as telling a linear storyline I mean the, the story they're telling is unique and interesting and I very much appreciate and enjoy it but what I want to tell you and every time I do one of these vintage there's always a story in my head that I want to tell you a very linear storyline chronological storyline that explains where they came from how they got to where they are what they did while they were there and how they you know failed or finished or whatever and a lot of these books don't tell the stories like that and some of these books don't even tell the whole story and the problem with that is I, I'm literally writing notes on on a, on a book and, and just one of several sources. Tony Tony will be the first to cut at that. I'm like, going, okay, so I've already looked here, here, and here. Now we need to search the entire internet to prove that this is right, and this is right, and this is right, and this is right. <laughs> so it, it's I'm, I'm, I'm rambling. The point is, anybody who's ever read the Bill Bennett book, when you hear the Bill Bennett, you'll understand why it's taken as long as it's taken aside from the bouts of uninspired desire to to work on it but the if you were to collectively put the the time that i put into it it, it'll make perfect sense as to why it took as long as it is to create a story that basically actually not even basically i'm gonna say it boldly has never been told before ever been told the way that i'm gonna tell it to you and that's that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. That's that's worth the price of admission, if you ask me. Because I agree. It's it'll be fun. So, well, listen. I guess that's probably going to do it then for episode two hundred and eight. Yeah. Thank you all for listening, downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so by going to the blog, which again is three sixty Vegas Podcast dot com. You can support the show via purchasing things from our affiliates such as Amazon, Caesars Entertainment, tickets.accessvegas.com, Earth Limos, or you can just make a PayPal donation. You can buy merchandise from our store, which is zazzle.com slash 360vegas, and we do get a cut of those profits. Or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send us feedback, either written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. All right, well, that's all we got for you on this episode. So until next time... Yeah.